Welcome to Honest Conversations, where we tackle very difficult subjects, like the one we just did last week, not bonking, if you survive that. I'm really pleased to see you're back with us again. Um, yes, so with me, Daniel Confino. And myself, and, Sarah Sharman. And what's the knot we're dealing with today? Not noticing. Not noticing. Right. Well, that probably what's should have come before not bonking. Ah, yes. I mean, that's one of the things that happens. You know, you don't notice somebody. I mean, you hardly like to bonk them if you don't even notice them, are you? Notice. Not noticing. Mm. It's about the details in life. The small but important things. The small things that count. Not noticing, like when somebody's gone to the trouble of putting out flowers or tidying up or having a haircut. Yeah. Or folding away their clothes for them, or putting their shoes in the place that they need them after they've kicked them or off. Making them a bit of an effort with themselves. Yeah. You know, with their appearance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or tidying the garden. Mm-hmm. And you just are so in your own little world that you just come home staring at your feet, don't notice the tiny garden, open the door, don't notice the tidy hall, see your partner, don't notice all the effort they've been to. Yeah. You know. How are they going to feel? That's what we're talking about today. Right. Not noticing. Yeah. And it's quite nice to be noticed. Oh, yes. <clears throat> I was watching that <clears throat> that film, The Party. It's about um, a gathering of, of North London uh, left-wing people. I think they're either celebrating or commiserating the result of an election. And it throws all sorts of people together. Uh, but you know the actor Timothy Spall. Oh yeah, got that great hangdog expression, you know, the hard mm. done by expression. But it turns out, much to everyone's amazement, that he's been having an affair. <gasps> and um, and when challenged by his wife, he says it's nice to be noticed. Oh. And I think that was, you know, there's a there's a warning in that. You know, that if you become invisible, mm. if you become the wallpaper, yeah, if you are taken for granted, oh. As if your presence, your existence doesn't matter, doesn't count. Mm. You might as well not be there. No one would cry if you weren't. Well, first of all, I there's think two we've elements. We've felt to... like that at some point in our life, haven't we? Yes. Well, well I'm going to ask you, and you're going to have to remember when you last did. <laughs> so I'll be asking you that question. But <coughs> yeah, you know, so there are two elements to this. One is that he likes to be, you know, he liked to be noticed. I mean, he, you know, people don't like being ignored. Mm. And um, I think that um, it was also a rebuke, wasn't it? It was sort of like, well, what do you expect yeah. if you don't pay attention, you don't care? Yeah. And what about you? You were saying everyone has a moment in their life when they felt unloved, forgotten. Yeah, yeah. I think it's quite... I mean, I often thought this whilst I was a child, being the youngest... Uh, my parents would just forget about me sometimes or I'd be in the car waiting to go on a trip with the family I don't know whether they were joking maybe they were joking I don't think they were joking they'll go oh where's Sarah oh she's always so quiet is she here and I was like well may as well not be here so I did run away one morning when we were meant to go somewhere I was like if they've not noticed that I've gone missing and it took them so long that when they did notice how many children do they have 
there was just three of us. Well, you make it sound like there was eight. I know, there may as well have been eight. Missing one of eight, that's, that's okay. Missing one of three, I mean, that's... Yeah. That's yeah, not something unforgivable. Yeah. Well, we'd be in Didn't a you learn to make more noise? It's the squeaky oil that gets squeaky wheel that gets the oil. Do you know that? Wow. That expression? No, I, I don't. You know, if you make a fuss, yeah. you get attention. You yeah. get noticed. So <clears> later <throat> in life, well, look how loud I am now, Daniel. But then also when you're out with friends and you're trying to join in the conversation and you can't get a word in edgeways and you just turn I, I've often stopped and go, oh, well, I may as well just be talking to myself. What's the point of me being here? Like, and then, yeah, so. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really, it's a big question. What's the point of me being here? I mean, that's, mm. that's a dark question. Yeah. But that's where you get to when you, if, you, if you're ignored, yeah. not noticed, yeah. long enough, mm. you know, that you, you do start thinking, does anyone really care? Would they even mind? Would they notice if would I wasn't notice? here? Yeah. <clears throat> and then you think, well, they probably would notice because the washing up wouldn't get done. <laughs> and the, laundry, you know, the, the first time anyone would say, where's dinner? Where's my this? Where's my that? Yeah. And mm. if that's where you are in your life, you need to do something like drop the dishes. Yeah. So you're not left washing up. <clears throat> that is a good idea. So you can be noticed for all sorts of things, can't you? Mm. The good things. I mean, in the case of Timothy Spall in this film, The Party. It's not a great reference, but I just happen to remember it. Yeah. Maybe he wanted to be noticed. Yeah. You know, and and, um, and that was his way of, of doing it, behaving badly. Mm. Um, because you do tend to get noticed more for behaving badly than behaving well. Just doing, you're just doing the, the good things, the routine things, the things that are expected of you. Then nobody notices. It's all about changing expectations, behaving differently from expectations, not doing what's expected, or doing more, maybe, yeah. than is expected. Way more, perhaps. Yeah. That gets you noticed. Yeah, to an extent. But then they, I feel that sometimes when you do do a lot, hmm. people just think it, it gets done magically. So then yeah. coming back to where you say you have to stop doing it and then the dishes pile up and then people notice. And they're like, well, how come this is not has been? I don't know. Have I confused the matter? Oh, no, I don't think you have. <clears throat> but where you you're so used to doing things and it's everyday habit for you, no one notices that it's actually effort. Yeah. That you're you're putting. It in. just becomes your job. Yeah, your job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when. Well, I mean, to some extent, that's true. Mm. I mean, you have to negotiate your position in, a, in any environment about what you're prepared to do, what you're not going to do, so you don't just become that sort of, you know, gr grudging person that, that yeah. just takes more and more on. You, see it um, in you have TV. to say no. Yeah, you see it on TV, someone finally screams out, do you not know how much I do for you? Or like, something like that. Yes, yes, I mean, it, all of these things, we talked about that last time, can lead to resentments. Mm. Unfulfilled expectations yes. lead to resentments. I mean, this yeah. is something we all need to be more aware of. Yeah. So, yes, it's it's very dangerous to just to leave somebody thinking they're happy doing all this work. Mm. But it's also important for that person to break the mould from time to time. Right. Um, you know, by shaving all their hair off or something dramatic. Well, that would be a bit dramatic. Yeah. But I'm, it's a joke. But actually, <laughs> you know, by doing something to sort of make people notice them and mm. um, to shake them out of that sort of you know, semi-comatose 
attitude they have where that's just Daniel Daniel does this then you know right. blah 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 yeah um, so, so notice some mood changes and then also in this day and age noticing people's online presence because sometimes someone's online I've known people who are online constantly posting stuff doing live videos and then there's silence and you think oh a week has passed that person's not not posted anything are they okay yeah that's a bit like not taking the milk in we need oh. to hear we need a break we do need a break okay well let's hear some Jimi Hendrix and can you see me observing people's presence because we live in a world well, you, you're worried that somebody that went silent on social media might have fallen off a cliff yes. so to speak especially if you know a bit about their history if they've had some like mental health issues or yeah. like but do you think not noticing what they post is another not noticing I mean do you think do you think people expect you to know what they've been up to because they've been tweeting or yeah. Instagramming or whatever they do is that part of the noticing yeah, I believe so. And sometimes and people... All, all that liking business, is that all part of noticing? Ah, uh, well... Is this how people feel noticed these days? Even from, you know, people that aren't real friends in the, in the fullest sense of the word, but they just feel that they're included, they're involved. Mm. People have remarked on stuff they've posted, so they feel noticed. And then they can post stuff on their new hairstyle or their oh, food yeah, or their creations, and that gets noticed. So that's the new feeling noticed yeah within, with, with some people yeah definitely that's how they validate themselves and oh that's a good word validate themselves yeah it's unusual for you to pull a little hat you know hair out the <laughs> rabbit out the hat <laughs> something out the bag what, what do they pull out the bag a rat oh a bag uh, yeah, anyway they pull a snake anyway Yes. That's how they feel validated or feel that people, people say, are seeing condescending them. now. You know that, don't you? That's but fine. Patronising. Ignore condescending, him. He's fine. Sexist, <laughs> misogynist. I mean, you can't, you know, you and can't that's ever... what makes him my friend. <laughs> you can't just have one of these words. You have to have the lot. And racist, of course. You know, you've got to be racist, misogynist, sexist. Yeah, what else? Yeah, it's all just a phrase. Oh, homophobe, transphobe. Yeah. <laughs> None of these he really is. But uh, yeah, so social media really is a way of being seen these days. Mm. But then there was a blackout the other week, according to... Oh yeah, Google went down. No, not, not Google. No, not Google, no. So Facebook. The Facebook, the yeah. WhatsApp, the All of their Instagrams. things, Instagram, yeah. They all, they all collapsed. Yes. Woo. 
So for six hours. Mark Zuckerberg was being seen. People noticed him. He was him. sailing at the time. Oh, was he? <laughs> and we, we think this was a conspiracy. Because going sailing when something terrible happens is a well-known alibi. Right. I mean, do you know what Kaiser Wilhelm was doing when the Germans invaded, in, you know, in the First World War, they invaded uh, France? I should imagine he was sailing. Yes, he was sailing. Wow. He was sailing in the Baltic. I know nothing of this. What mm. war are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. So going sailing is kind of like... I mean, people leave signs on the door saying, gone fishing, don't they? Yeah. Whatever that means. You know, I actually once did a deal selling a fishing tackle company. Oh. I kept making the joke about gone fishing, you know. Yeah. It didn't go down well. Oh. Um <laughs> Yeah, noticing. So, yes, I think that's. I think we've got to update noticing. Mm. And then, and then now we create a, a bit of a conflict between the online and the real world. Yes. Where people tell other people things. Right. Before they tell their loved ones, you know, the people that really matter. Okay. So there needs to be a bit of a priority here. You know, you don't want to announce the important stuff to the, you know, to the, whatever it's called, the social media. Mm. Um, the virtual world. The virtual world. Um, before you've told the important real people in your life. Like, yeah. They don't want to read about stuff yeah. from your media profile. No. Right. Um, but I believe, so this is noticing, I am a very observant person. I notice pretty much everything. Nothing can get past me. I should really work for uh, some crime investigation team. Because, uh, yeah, nothing... It's just, it's just your criminal record was going to be a problem. <laughs> so the slightest things I'll notice. If my brother loses his key... No, actually, the other week, he'd lost his charger for his laptop. I'd noticed something under his sofa. And when his son mentioned, oh, Dad's lost his laptop charger, I was like, oh, I've seen that lying around. They're like, how have you noticed these things? I was like, well, I take in my surroundings. I look and listen to people that I interact with like even if they're not saying anything body language is everything and a lot of people don't pick up on that mm. they don't notice so the I'm, hints you're now leading me in, into an interesting distinction you know, my brain is always I'm not as observant as you but I'm analytical to Ooh. a fault <laughs> okay. So I, I know, what I'm now hearing is that this noticing word is there's two elements to it. One is sort of like paying attention mm. to things, yes. even small things, right? Which you might keep to yourself. Yeah. You know, you might say, "What's that thing under the sofa?" But you didn't. You just kept it to yourself. Yeah. And the other thing is noticing is in the sense of letting the other person know, mm. which is what they like. Right. I mean, it's nice when you pull one out of the hat. You know, say, oh, "I know where it is it's under the sofa." Yeah. Funny, you and I both have this thing that we're always the, the go-to person when someone's lost something. They always ask me where it is. Oh, do they? Yeah. My wife's always saying, "What did you do with that? What did you? Do? <laughs> <laughs> Where's that? You know?" I'm sure she's doing that because I'm the best person to find things, not because I might have moved it and not put it back. You know, I don't for a minute think that that's what she's uh, suggesting. Uh. <laughs> um, like this morning, you know, what happened to that? Wriggly electric extension lead. You know, I, said, well, I haven't touched it, but I know where it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's in the bed. <laughs> kind of distractly. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so there's there's two elements. There's there's paying attention mm. and making it making it known that you've noticed. Yeah. You see. Um, I mean, for instance, if your partner comes home having made some effort, they're hairdo. Yeah. Their 
in my case, their nails done or yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, you could just log it, clock it, but that doesn't do very much, does it? No, because then no. they say, "Well, why didn't you say anything?" It's like, yeah. "Oh, well." Well, yeah. I did notice. No, you didn't. I think you've got to ex- share the fact. You know, mm. just it being a personal thing, right, isn't good enough. Okay. Unless you can undress somebody with your eyes by making it clear that you did notice, uh. and you know, just raise your eyes upwards. You know, as a sort of sign that, yes. But yeah, generally, I think a compliment. You know, just well, it doesn't have to be a compliment. Just say, oh, I like what you've done with your hair. Mm. And if you didn't notice, you know, oof, I mean, yeah. that would be terrible. Yes. Well, I have something to say about that. But... Back to the conversation. Yes. So I was going to say, uh, you know, the comments, oh, I did notice, but I didn't want to say when something's so obvious, but slightly awkward and you had noticed it. Mm, what, like when someone, somebody turns up with their wife and she's got a black eye, you mean? Oh, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to say anything, you know. Yeah. All right, like, what, oh. what did you have in mind, Sarah? Well, just that, so... Oh, I see, you mean something awkward. Awkward, or yeah. embarrassing, even. Yeah. Are you yeah. like, do I mention it or do I just wait for someone else to mention it? I... Because clearly the whole room knows, has <laughs> seen something or... Yeah, but I think there, I think there is a, a certain, you know diplomacy in not noticing mm. as in it's obvious you have seen yeah and they know you've seen or noticed i mean one thing that's happening a lot at the moment is people are seeing each other for the first time right in maybe 18 months because of covid yeah and um, we had a family gathering last sunday and i saw a couple of relations or near relations by marriage or whatever okay but they you know they were a lot bigger than they were oh like three stone heavier. Wow. Although it was three, it's now two is the way it was put Okay. Me, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, are you, you supposed to notice that? Wow, Steve, you're looking huge. What, <laughs> what did you Why, do? Why, Steve, haven't you grown? <laughs> but, yeah. uh... Yeah, but I mean, often, you know, I mean, what are you supposed to do? I mean, sometimes these are cries for help. Mm. A cri de coeur. Um, you know, when some people want you to say something. I mean, you know, getting bigger is sometimes is a sign of other things. Right. Unhappiness, depression, whatever. Not enough sex. Mm. Compensation for other other things that aren't working <laughs> in your life. Um, oh, yeah. You know, so maybe it's an invitation to a conversation. Yeah. Um, and people are putting out distress signals. But yeah. Sometimes they steal things to get attention. A lot of. What do you mean? A lot of sort of simple shoplifting. Right. Is based on people wanting attention. Yes. They don't actually want the thing, often. I mean, some people steal, you know, professionally, should we say, to get stuff that they can resell. Yeah. You know, they know what they're stealing, it's valuable. Yeah. They have foil-lined bags to protect them from those machines at the the exit. You know, these are professional shoplifters. But there's a certain type of person that just wants attention. I remember I used to go and sit in on court cases um, because I, I trained as a lawyer and I, I think everyone loves the drama of court courtrooms. Yeah. You know, one of the f- things you can do, by the way, you know, there's always a public gallery oh. in all courts. You know, the magistrate's court, the old Bailey even, which obviously has the more... It's, it's a great free show. Okay. If you've got the time, you want to follow a case, you know. Yeah. Ooh. 
Um, and there was this girl who... But cool. hang on, how do you get in? You just turn up and... This, yes, you can just be shown into the public gallery. I mean, they might search your bag. Probably would. Oh. As long as you go up there and sit quietly and don't start haranguing and shouting at the mm. defendants. Right. <laughs> um, when they clear the gallery, you know, you might get sent to prison for whatever. Oh. Contempt of court. But, you know, you can just sit there and enjoy the show. Yeah. I, I went to this case and it was a, a young lady, very attractive, actually. Mm. I thought I might try and give her some counselling if I could. Um, <laughs> done, being done for stealing a pair of gloves. Right. And it turned out she had deep psychological problems, had been to 25 schools, and she said that when she put on the gloves she had a sense of nausea, um, which I sometimes get when tight-fitting things, you know, yeah. especially underpants. Is that and, why you um, do the show naked? <laughs> <laughs> That's an uh, old joke going back to our podcast. You check oh, yes. it out. <laughs> yes. Homespun Wisdom Talks with My Neighbour, if you don't already know. But there's 75 episodes. Bound to be something that upsets you there. Um, so, yes, and, and that was all taken into consideration. You know, but it turned out that mm. her, psycho- her psychologist said that this was a, actually she was looking for attention. She was a deeply lonely, troubled soul. And, Mm. And stealing something suddenly gets everyone very excited. You get the security guards, right. you get the police, you get your parents, or yeah. siblings, or friends, or whatever. Suddenly, everyone's, you know, running around in, in, a, in a supportive role or whatever. Or you know, you're the centre of attention. Mm. So, yeah, people like to be noticed. They and, do, uh, and even do strange things yeah. you know, to get to get that attention. Yeah, and looking into the psychosis of it. Is that the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. I was speaking to a friend recently, and he pops up every so often. It's a guy that I worked with many years ago. And Who's he popped up? <laughs> I'm sure this isn't the wrong show. <laughs> but uh, he keeps saying, he's a very depressed person, actually. He keeps saying how he's not a sociable person, how he doesn't like people, how like, he's got nothing going for him, or la-di-da, and people aren't, like people are better off without him and I'm like well you can't say that I was like surely you're sociable because you're here talking to me I was like have you noticed anything in your mindset anything that you do that's not working for you and he hadn't because I said to him quite brutally if you always want an honest opinion please do give me a call I'd said to him you have not changed since the day I met you like eight nine years ago so you need to have a look at how you're living and assess what you can do be observant about what's going on around you notice how people react to you and make the changes necessary well, if see, you now you've managed to turn this into another way of looking at not noticing which is when you are unobservant about the impact you're having on the world there we go just blithely carrying on as if you know <sighs> Mic yeah. drop. Oh, you, know, you were really leading me down, down all sorts of garden paths today. By the way, I'm Daniel. celebrating. I got E5 petrol for my camper van this morning. Thanks for the tip, by the way. You're welcome. And everyone's been scurrying around, you know, looking for petrol. And you were noticing. Mm. You knew I needed petrol. Yeah. I've been actually wandering around with a jerry can, you know, thinking that might be the solution. And well, petrol was the solution. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I filled her up today. Nice. Yeah, makes you feel different. There was a woman in the queue, you know, mm. screaming and shouting. There's a lot of emotion around oh, petrol at the moment. Yeah, but you're right. You and you noticed 
my need and you you let me know yeah. but but you're right people are unobservant mm. um in all sorts of ways yeah including the effect they have yeah uh, on other people yeah and don't get the feedback loop don't get you know don't respond to the clues that no one wants to talk to them they never get invited <laughs> uh whatever it happens to be yeah actually he did say because he went out to get some fuel and he'd been waiting patiently and stood there and was waiting his turn and then someone tried to jump in so he confronted them but not in a a nice polite civilized way it was effing and blinding and a few c words and then he said that there was a fight i was like well you you caused that yourself because you could have addressed the matter in a polite way and avoided any fists or whatever that happened but you didn't read the situation you didn't look within yourself and be like okay i've waited here patiently can you please just step back there's a cue here everyone we'll all be seen but is, is this not noticing it's not noticing it's not noticing surroundings people situations there's so much to be noticed in the world daniel mm. yeah i think i've are you attracted to me because of my mind today, Daniel? I've taken to this, this to places that you thought, oh, just an easy conversation, but Sarah's on one. Sarah, I need a break. Okay, no problem. I'll let you off because you're beautiful, Daniel. So Christina Aguilera is going to lead us into our break. Every day is so wonderful suddenly it's hard to breathe now and then I get insecure from all the pain I'm so ashamed I am beautiful no matter what they say words can bring me down noticed you actually I noticed you a long time ago no I didn't notice you did I no sorry that's a lie but I notice you every time you turn up at the door I can read your mood I'm like oh it's gonna be a tough one today or oh look he's clearly had some strong coffee this morning so you, you're picking up on those little details yes 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 I, I, I like that mm. I was um I read a couple of books on um the octopus you know, very intelligent, oh, yes. amazing creature. Apparently, they touch when they touch you. Mm. They get kind of like a download. Oh, really? You know, a bit like when you take your expensive German ultimate driving machine to the garage, they just connect up some bit of wiring to their diagnostic center and it gets a download of how different parts of you are, your car are operating so they can see what's faulty. Yeah, right. you know about that? Yeah, yeah, I know that. And, and, um, Apparently, the octopus has the same sort of ability. Each of its um, arms 
it's pretty the nearest thing we've got is a tongue if you imagine what it's like you know it's something that can move <laughs> in that way and has taste and touch and all of those things i'm laughing because sometimes you see kids just lick the most random things <laughs> maybe they're downloading the information and, and that's the start of any you know when you see somebody you, you need you need that sort of information you need to notice yeah. what's going on mm. and i think that the, the point that we haven't really tackled and we're going to get closer to is being prepared to say something about it. Right. I mean, your face mm. tells me a lot, and that's why I think what you was well, mine. When I arrive, you open the door. Yeah. I'm there. You yeah. can read my face. Mm. You know, did I have a good night's sleep? How's my morning going? Yeah. What's troubling me? And then, what's the thing you could do before we just rush off to podcast or, or to our radio show or whatever it is? You could ask me some questions. Yeah. Daniel, your face, you know, what's going on? You, oh, don't, you don't look quite... That's what the Spanish do, isn't it? Yeah. Your face your face tells me yeah. you're sad or you're... Like the cara, cara yeah. de sueño, cara de this, cara de this. They, yeah, they, they're quite... Um, Up know, front. In, in your face. In your face, yeah. Yeah, they're going to ask you. And that's what an honest conversation is. You know, mm. you don't just ignore the fact that somebody's looking upset, yeah. distracted. But then people might think that you've you're got a black crying. eye. Well, yes, but that's that, that's we've got to get past all that. I think that's what what we're here to do. Yeah, I think we're we're saying that yeah, all right. There, there are some things where people don't want you to tread all over their grief. Mm. Maybe maybe they are upset because somebody died, you yeah. know, um, and that sort of thing. Mm. And do they want to talk about it? I don't know, but it's an invitation. I think they would rather have you be acknowledged that there's something not quite right about them, that they're suffering in some way. Yeah. And and you could, with tact and in a, in a good way, mm. see if they want to talk about it. Because yeah. sometimes they do. Sometimes they need a shoulder to cry on. Right. And you could be that person. Mm. You could be careful, though, because you could be opening up a whole thing, you know, which which is more much more than you expected. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think we, we, we're generally too... Um, reticent mm. about noticing these things or saying we've noticed we notice them I think this is the distinction we made earlier we clock them yeah but we don't necessarily share them right. so we just go away thinking hmm, something's troubling Daniel yeah but you know whatever he's got a job to do so let's sit down and start some recording okay you're not gonna get the optimal Daniel that way are you no no so yeah, I think that you know, reading somebody's face is probably the start, mm. and then there's the limp handshake or the strong <laughs> handshake. You know. Yeah. Um, Tell me about that, because I generally avoid hand handshakes. Well, of course, no one's been doing handshakes for so long. Yeah, so I was not maybe, doing them before. And even now, there's a hesitancy about what's the way to greet somebody. Yeah. But you can still look at them. Mm. I mean, you don't see very much on, on screens. You don't really get that nuance, do you? No. You can just about see the face, but you can't see, you know, if they're happy, sad. You, you've got to look them in the eye. This is why we prefer to be together in the same room and yeah. not, not me in my van on my... Um, on my microphone, yeah. you know, over Zoom, because we don't get that. No. So the, the fine detail of life is important. Mm. It is. Um, it is indeed. But then, how does this work? Because some people aren't good at noticing uh, expressions, behaviours, and uh, various other things. Because I, I have. Yeah. 
a conversation with a lady mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is on the spectrum of autism mm-hmm. and she was just up front she was like oh I might not understand your jokes but like don't worry about me continue doing what you do I was like oh thanks for being so honest and I now know where I stand and know why you're not finding my incredibly funny jokes funny like there you have to pick up on things like that as well so it's like oh am am I being inappropriate around these people or do they just not have that funny bone to pick up that situation I think you've given me a great idea I mean before I speak to anyone new I might just say by the way you know I'm it's a bit like when you go to a restaurant these days you don't have any allergies intolerances or sensitivities (laughs) and I usually say I'm allergic to large bills so please don't bring me one but but yeah you could sort of start off any conversation by saying by the way you know my pronouns are he whatever Um, and um, I don't have a sense of humour I don't understand jokes Mm. Uh, I'm a bit insensitive to you know, suffering. Yeah. Um, and I sometimes use very bad language unexpectedly. A bit of Tourette's. Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's carry on. Yeah. Um, get it, get it all up front. Yeah, and then you won't offend anyone that way. <laughs> so brilliant. <clears throat> oh yeah. By the way, I'm misogynist, sexist, racist, <laughs> homophobic. Uh, yeah. But you mentioned the pronouns. I have noticed the way some people dress and I think to myself I should just ask I should just say what pronouns do you want me to use I generally just go for you they or yeah. it must be a good joke about um, pronouns but I'm gonna let our commercial sponsors have their wicked way with you for a minute or two and uh, we'll have something more to say on the other side back to the conversation so I think I promised uh, everyone that I would um tackle pronouns in an amusing way well just imagine if I identified as an ambulance my pronouns would be wee woo wee woo -woo." (laughs) I've actually got one if Michael Jackson were alive today what would his pronouns be hee hee (laughs) (laughs) important not to laugh at your own jokes Sarah oh sorry be more professional ah But pronouns, yeah, we, we could just take that little thing for a ride. I mean, it's pro-noun, so I'm an anti-noun anyway. You know, mm-hmm. If everyone's pro, I'm going to be anti. anti. Or pro-something else. No, I'm not pro-nouns, I'm pro-dieting or uh, pro-BLM or something. I don't know, anything. Anything. Not, not nouns. What are nouns? I mean, nouns, forget it. But do you know what? People are noticing that these things are happening and changing around them. Oh, it's ridiculous uh, the extent to which people feel obliged to state these. Mm. I mean, I think it was, you know, I, I was at um, a magic card class. There were only five of us in the group. We all know, knew each other by first name. You know, yeah. I was Daniel and whatever. And, and this um, person arrived and said, the pronoun she, I think I'm going to say she, but I'm not even sure I'm allowed to, were blah, blah, blah. Mm. You know, I thought... Why do you only want to come in and announce that? We're not going to be referring to you in that way. Mm. You have a name. We're going to be calling each other by a name. Yeah. So by doing that, you just want us to notice something about you, don't you? It's, it's mm. a you know, cry for attention. Probably what I should have said is, have you tried you know, casual shoplifting? I mean, <laughs> if you want attention, you know, a bit of casual shoplifting, it'll do it for you. you know, you'll get all the attention you want, and then you can tell the police all about your pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, no, I think people are using these to sort of force something upon you that 
you know, I, I'm very happy to call people by what they want. Yeah. But not when I'm going to use their first name, which yeah. is still the civilised thing to do. Yeah. I don't want to make a fight about it, but mm. I mean, it's a bit like the gluten-free people, you know, oh, no. and the the people that do announce all their food intolerances. It is a bit of a notice me thing, isn't it? Maybe we should just be suggesting to all of these people, you're gluten-free. Do you do casual shoplifting? Have you thought about it? That's you know, Everyone understands that's the, the same same sort of seeking yeah. attention thing. You know? Yeah. It's when it gets beyond a certain point. That's it. Yeah. Just wait till you ask if you have any intolerances. <laughs> Don't sit down. I've come out for dinner and I will not be having this, this and No, this. but I mean, there's a, there's a point here, isn't there? There was that poor girl that, that ate, ate a pret sandwich. <gasps> oh, yes. This and was, what, two years ago now? And she went on a plane. I think she bought it at the airport, didn't she? Yeah. And it didn't have a proper list of ingredients. No, they don't. Because it was pret. Mm. And they were hiding behind some rule which was designed to help Italian sandwich shops who put sandwiches together for you, calling you point this, you want some of that, and it doesn't have a list of ingredients because right. you're choosing them in front of them. Yeah. Right? They're made to order. And Pret-a-Manger, even though it has an industrialised approach to this and only makes eight sandwiches, you know, could have had a complete list of ingredients, mm. a sticker for each one. It yeah. chose not to put them on out of laziness. Oh. And this girl died because she couldn't see that it had was it sesame seeds or something. Right. And... Um, they'd had other complaints and they still hadn't done anything but now the law has changed and they must do it but what you know anyway look we're getting onto a slightly different subject here yeah. but because there is a serious point about allergies and intolerances and we should not make a joke of it and those people will have to live their lives in an incredibly careful way and mm. even this girl who was careful yes. couldn't but the, that's protect where herself sometimes <clears throat> when people don't actually <clears throat> have an allergy they just don't like it yeah well, I think a lot of people think they're gluten intolerant. Because mm. It's just if you live in Brighton, you know, you probably get chased out, you know, of the place if you if you if you ever were seen to be eating gluten. There'd probably be a shaming thing on on, on some oh, social exactly. media app. Oh, you know, somebody seen eating full gluten, whatever. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's just another one of these virtue signalling bits of nonsense for a lot of people. Maybe the human race has been eating gluten quite happily for several Since time millennia. Again, yeah. And I, I don't think all of a sudden there's an epicenter of gluten intolerance just because you live in a Brighton postcode. Um, but you never know. But I mean, a lot of these things are about attention. I think we should just be honest about this whole conversation, which is what we're trying to do. That yes, let's so many see. things are people wanting to be seen mm. in a crowded world with everyone signalling like mad. It's like going into a room where everyone's shouting, right? And you can't make head nor tail of it. So you know, if they can't with ways of making themselves more identifiable with mm. big placards or t-shirts or social media this or that yeah um and it's just a way of making themselves seem more interesting or important actually i, I just wish they'd talk something sensible yeah. rather than rely upon the you know and it's, it's the same with people on medications okay they, they want to tell you all about their medications you yeah know, and their medical history and their medical problems mm. um it's notice me you know they want sympathy what yeah. they, you know, they, whatever um, and it, it's just getting a bit boring. I don't really want to notice or know about a lot of these things. Yeah. I find it actually quite tedious. Right. Um, I want people to be, it's not very inspiring, it's not very uplifting, is it? No. This kind of way of being noticed. I mean, at least we're doing something sensible yeah. to be noticed by making complete idiots of ourselves yeah. on some sort of public radio exactly. station. Exactly. I'm just sat here thinking, mm -hmm. so people identifying with their medical condition, I have a situation where 
I'm running auditions and I say to the performer in the room, so tell me what you've been up to lately. And they automatically think work-wise. And it's like, no, this is the chance for you to show your personality and from noticing to knowing about you. So we want to know, see my play on words there, the the, uh, Mm. word association. Noticing and knowing. Oh no, no, I didn't really follow that. Wow. Don't worry, carry on. So they've got one track mind saying, well, I've done this play lately, Mm. I was in that commercial, I've just done it. It's like, no, I don't care about your CV. I've got that in front of me. Let me know about you as a person. That's a tough question for a lot of people. It is. They'd much rather tell you what they've been doing. Yeah. And then why they've been doing it or what inspires them or yeah. all the other stuff that goes on, which is more private. Mm. But even if they say what they've done outside of their work, like at the weekend, met the family for a barbecue, ran a marathon, it shows a bit about them, that you get to see them mm. instead of this, oh, it's another person that can read a monologue and deliver it the way I want, but can they bring something else? How would you know if that's the person you want to hire? Because they're just showing you one side. Yeah. So if someone's hiding behind this facade, actors or whatever, just general people, you don't notice when anything changes with them. As we said at the beginning, oh, they always do that, they always do that. They become quite robotic. Mm -hmm. You never know their true selves their true self anyhow I'm on, I'm on a tangent I'm gonna like, well we, I mean, yeah, when you talk about you know famous people wanting to be noticed mm. um, they're always using dress you know mm. when you go for the the awards ceremony oh. they have to wear the right gown or mm. show the right amount of cleavage or show the right amount of something or other to be noticed you know outrage outrage wasn't there that one of meat wasn't it Lady Gaga turned up wearing a dress of meat did she slabs of meat on her oh god and this is this is the extreme end of wanting to be noticed Mm. because not being noticed if you're a celebrity is is death isn't it I mean you know if you if no one rushes to take pictures of you if you just walk in yeah so, yeah, I mean, there is a, an element of that. And I think that's, that, in, a, in a way, what happens with, with celebrity life. Right. By osmosis comes down to us normal people. You know, what, what the average person thinks is the right thing to do. So people end up having funny haircuts. There's a lot of young girls these days with strange uh, hair dyes. Right. I'm not sure if they're washout ones. Sometimes they're, they're, they're a colour that seems to match their clothes. So maybe they're just using that as a, a way... Yeah. But I mean, you know, doing something shocking, mm. outrageous. Yeah. I mean, that is a way to be noticed, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, as in turn, turning heads. Yeah. Um, and something that clashes horribly. You know, there's a lot of girls wearing very big Doc Martin boots, but otherwise, you know, dress, dress quite nicely, you know, in a feminine way, but then ruining it, or well, deliberately, you know, producing yeah. this Having massive... Having a statement piece. Yeah. And that's about being noticed. Mm. I mean, they should probably have a t-shirt that says I'm gluten free as well and then you know if you really want to be noticed you know we we could almost put a pastiche together of all the things you need to do to get noticed in a busy crazy world and I'm not criticising anybody because it is a bit like that it's hard to be noticed yeah and in some professions you need to be you need to stand out yeah um 
But Mr. Cellophane. Mr. Cellophane? Everyone used to look right through him, <laughs> walk right by him, and never know his name. <laughs> and how did he how did he deal with that? Did he crumple up? No. Where does that come from? The musical Chicago. Really? Yeah. I've seen that. I don't, yeah. don't remember Mr. Cellophane. It's Roxy's husband. Oh. You know cellophane's made from trees, do you? Before I did not pla- know that. Before plastic films, right. they made things from trees. And the cello is, is the pulp from trees. Wow. And it actually, um, I know this is a bit of a diversion, but you know when you, when you do sweets, you have to twist the ends? Yeah. Well, with cellophane, it, it has a dead twist. So when you twist it, it stays twisted. Yeah. And for a long time with plastics, they couldn't find a way to get that dead twist when they were wrapping sweets. Um, And then somebody came up with, uh, and this is getting a bit technical here, but I I think we have an audience that can go with that. They came up with with bi-extruded film. So there was film was extruded in one direction Mm. and then in another direction across the top at 90 degrees. And by having it, this sort of layered approach that, even plastic right. films would have the dead twist thing. Um, so, yeah, I noticed that, you see, when I went round uh, some polymer factories yeah. because i am got an attention for detail. Yeah. Do you know what I like to know? I notice in winter, well, the change of seasons towards autumn, the crunch in the leaves. Yeah. You'd be walking and then suddenly you hear it go, <clears throat> you go, oh, it's here. It's happening. Autumn. Yeah, anyhow. Those little bits or snails that are appearing with different patterns mm. these days. Just mm. appreciating and noticing the simple things in life. Yeah, well, there's so much less human interaction, isn't there, mm. um, in terms of being noticed. I mean, so many more things you do on your own. You know, you quietly check out, mm. you know, on your own. And in some new shops, you don't even have to do that. They just scan you in every way. Yeah. Um, and there's so few ways to be noticed you know you used to have to have a chat with the conductor or the bus driver or something now it's all electronic you touch something and you, yeah. you know you're let through and you, can, you know machines are automatic and you can go through the whole day without actually having you know much of a conversation Life, yeah. which I think is when it comes turning the whole conversation full circle so when you do bother to come home after having made a bit of an effort you know, with no, not much other interaction. Mm. Even people who are working now aren't having much real interaction. Yeah. They're not necessarily going to an office anymore. Uh, you know that when you have that chance to show that you noticed, it's it's even more important. Yes. And um, we should, we could talk about tactile things. You know, the hug. Oh yes. Um, and um, the importance of a bit of tactile. Mm. Connection. Connection. Oh, thank you. you You're saved, welcome. You saved me there. <laughs> uh, yes. That, um, sometimes that's the way to notice. We were talking about when people don't yeah. look happy. Yeah. Sometimes just grab them, give them a hug. Yeah. Words aren't always the answer. No. Beyond words. Yeah. Just see what's right in front of you and take note. And then act accordingly. Daniel, is this the end of the show? Um, not really. Oh, not really. Okay, great. I've upset anybody today. Well, I was just going to say, we don't go out of our way to upset people. We just like to expand people's views of assessing things. 
create a conversation. You might have heard something that we said, go, oh, actually, I don't agree with that. That's fine. That's opening a conversation. Go with it. Challenge yeah. us. And Tweet us. Next time you find yourself sitting at dinner with your important other, both staring at your phones, mm. you're not noticing. Do something about it. Yes. That isn't a life. No. Well, I've, um, yeah. Did I notice you? Daniel, you always notice me. Because I put myself right in the way. <laughs> You're standing with your back to the blazing sun. You know, that old German Luftwaffe trick. So it's been quite hard. I've been squinting throughout oh, the whole thing. You should have said oh, something you, earlier. You, you, your, your hair's different. Oh, you've you put some makeup on. Oh, just... Oh, are those new glasses? <laughs> I haven't seen that top before. Uh, oh, just a your, small comment. Teeth? Have you had some work on your teeth? Yeah, had them all taken out. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, thank you for joining us for another episode of Honest Conversations. Until next time, we'll say goodbye and leave you with Celine Dion right in front of you. Life, it can twist your heart. Put you in the dark I was cold and lonely Doubt It can close you in Build the walls within I let fear control me Didn't know Where the answer was